0: The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio. Welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll American Football. Uh, my name is Jay Lawrence. Uh, this uh, Carter, hello? Uh, yes, Jay, how are you? That this was a Carter. delay.
1: <laughs> that was a serious delay. <laughs> uh,
0: now, coming uh, live, well, what have we done so far? So, we've done London. We have done uh, Corfu. Um, uh, yes, and you
1: are in uh, New, New Orleans, Louisiana. That's in a country I'm familiar with, which is the United States. How, how, how's it going?
0: Oh, man, it's a, it's a weird situation being back here, to be honest with you, because, uh, as you know, I spent the, uh, a year here at Tulane University, THE Tulane University, uh, only, uh, only second to uh, LSU in the greatest <laughs> football uh, schools uh, ever, um, and uh, it was. Uh, it's, it's been fun. It's been weird, sort of like you know, reliving in the, in the state of things.
1: Louisiana, maybe. Sure. Yeah, maybe
0: in the in the state of Louisiana. Yeah, but it's been weird just sort of reliving bits and pieces, uh, and it's. Uh, but it's been nice, you know. It's been. Uh, it's been good, and I've been doing my own little tourist stuff as well. Had some beignets, Carter, and they tasted good.
1: Did you that so that okay so now I'm jealous I I wasn't at first but then you just whipped out the beignets highlight and that's honestly the only reason I wanted to, to talk to you today <laughs> just to see how the beignet if you had them how they went and if you're gonna bring me back some.
0: Um, I'm going to be honest and say that I'm probably not going to bring you back any and I think that that's probably because (laughs) uh, they'll they'll be awful by the time they get back to England Uh, but it's uh, they are tasty man if you don't know what a beignet is it's like a donut it's like a much better yum yum like it, it was just with so much powdered sugar over the top. It's amazing. It's ridiculously tasty. Uh, and then I've gone through my red beans and rice. I've had some, I've had a mm. po' boy. I've had uh, some gumbo. So I've got through all of the New Orleans, well, some of the New Orleans staples food-wise. Um,
1: I was going to ask if you made it to the fried oysters yet? Fried oyster po' boys.
0: I'm sure they have those. no! Am I having one of those? <laughs> <laughs> you know my feeling That's about fried oysters. You know you're po-boys. missing out on
1: a I do, I do, and I think you're missing out on a key uh, New Orleans treat there. But you know what? As it is, What well, you did. I hear, I did hear that you uh, you've seen some football games whilst you're there.
0: So I went to see Tulane, um, which was fine. Let's be honest, uh, they lost that one. Uh, and then I went to go to the. They went to the Saints game mm-hmm. on the Sunday, which was amazing. You know, eighty thousand people packed in the Superdome. Uh, and it was it was crazy, you know, a game that it looked like the Saints were gonna wipe the floor with Carolina. You know they're fourteen up, you know, off the off the gate, and then uh, it gets it gets close. Carolina looked like they're gonna win it right at the end. Uh, Joey Sly misses three kicks, two extra points, and a field goal uh, to give uh, the Saints. A, and what do you what do you, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, Carl? You're gonna give yeah. Drew Brees two minutes to, to go and get some points. You know he's gonna do it. Listen, I'm not a huge
1: Saints fan, but if you, I mean, D- Drew Brees is a master of the two-minute drill. He's he's made his career on uh, among a bunch of other things, but I would not leave Drew Brees, Tom Brady, and Rodgers any time on the clock and 2 minutes is far too long.
0: It was just a it, it was it was like it was just an amazing thing going back to the Superdome to be honest with you. And it's a ridiculous um a ridiculous uh, uh venue. Actually, I put it out on Twitter uh Carter I put it out on Twitter saying you know um, where is your favorite place to watch a game of American football now that could be a stadium that could be like your living room or whatever um, so for you Carter what do you what is your like go-to do you like go, do you like watching it in the stadium? Do you think actually it's fun being there but it's nice just to you know have some chicken wings and just eat in the living room watching a game what do you prefer to do?
1: i prefer so back in uh university i used to there was a cafe we used to go to where football days we used to all bet you know coordinate get down to the same place at the same time order a bunch of wings a bunch of nachos order some pizzas there were like pool tables and ping pong uh tables set up so that you could play and watch the games at the same time that's that to me is arguably is better than the stadium because i mean honestly i'm not a big fan of the cold jay <laughs> and uh in around this time of year loads of stadiums particularly the meadowlands you know lambeau field uh soldier field in chicago absolutely freezing and uh i
0: would just rather be warm and fed and uh watching multiple games at the same time that's particularly interesting you said that though because that was what was super nice about being in the Superdome is that I'm so used to being at Wembley or I'm being, you know, at, you know, whatever stadium in London and freezing, being so cold watching the game. But the Superdome, I'm like, you know, right. it's 20 plus degrees or whatever. It's inside and it feels so good. James Parsons on Twitter said uh, Wem- uh, Wembley is the best place to watch American football uh, for him. But uh, the, uh, the Beer Keller in Birmingham, which is probably... Uh, we're not sponsored by them uh, for Super Bowl was a cracking night uh, and uh, Jeffrey says uh, <laughs> actually the same thing that you did which is outdoor stadium before it gets cold otherwise home live is a very different experience since you don't have replays and analysis in between the plays I think you do you definitely don't get the right. analysis but if you've got like that big screen I know you did at the Superdome you've got one either end you know you do get the replays cause, so you can get furious with the refs
1: yeah, I think of all the stadiums, though, I think the stadium in Dallas, the, the one that Jerry Jones built, was it, two, three years ago now, with that massive uh, four-panel square screen in the middle of the uh, stadium. You've got, like I want to say, fish tanks and a bunch of VIP areas, and I hear the food is great. I've never been, but I hear that Dallas' stadium is, is top of the list of experiences for
0: a live football game. Let me tell you about something that happened, though, uh, on the plane, Carter. If that's all right. Um, oh sure, please. So I, uh, so I did something very stupid, very very stupid. Very. Go stupid. On. So we get the flight to um, we get the flight to Atlanta. Now, Atlanta is a huge airport, huge airport. So you have to go from. Uh, when the the Massive international airport. part, uh, you know, you get in through security and you know, um, customs and all that. You get through there, and then you have to go and get uh, you know a, a domestic flight. So you're going to a completely different part of the airport to go and get that. So we've got this layover of about a two and a, two and a half hours, two and a half mm-hmm. hour layover, and. Uh, so we're, you know, about to get this flight to New Orleans, and you know, the person working on the gate is uh, letting people in. You know, letting the first wave of people. That's when I realised, Carter, I don't have my passport.
1: Ooh! In America. Ooh!
0: Geez. I jeez! I was like, I've lost my passport. I've lost my passport. What am I doing? I freaked the hell out. Freaked the hell out. I can imagine. So what do I do? I'm thinking they're literally letting people on the plane right now, and I thought there's only one place it could possibly be: back in security, where you have to get, where you have to take everything out of your pockets. So I have to run back to security, and when I say run, that involves getting a train. Right. I have to get a train. You know, bear in mind that people are coming into the flight, you know, walking into the plane at that moment. I have to get a train, go all the way back to security. Have to, I have to like talk to as many people as I can be like, have you seen my passport? No one's seen my passport. I have to search through the trays, you know, all of these trays. Somebody else is helping me. Right. They find my passport. At that point, I give him a massive hug and I run back, have to get another train. I have five minutes to catch the flight. The train itself is more than five minutes. (laughs) I I get out of the train. I run like I've never run before. Seriously, I've never run like that before. I run there, and my mate, Phil, who I've gone with, has sweet-talked the person at the gate to sort of just, like, ho- keep it open for another few minutes. So I, I, we just make it. We just make it. And for the whole of the flight, I feel like I'm going to throw up because I've never run like that before.
1: <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, so, so I must say that, well, folks, if you don't know, The Atlanta airport is massive. It is gargantuan. You have to, there's no way to walk around the entire thing. There's different wings of it. And Jay's totally right in that they, you have trams that go in between. So it's not an easy ask to go from one wing to the next, even if they're adjacent. But I want to commend you for your efforts in sprinting back and forth, but I got to give a shout out to Phil. Yeah. with with the sweet talking, that's that was well done because uh, I've been to the Atlanta. I've been through the Atlanta airport a bunch of times, and their gate attendants don't—they're not the nicest folks. I'm not gonna lie. No. They, there's a lot of people <laughs> in that that airport.
0: You're completely right. That's what like initially Phil said that they were like, "No way, there's no way that he's doing it," and then she, he had to just keep trying and persevering. So I appreciate Phil because of that, though, mate. I thought that I'm gonna do a really really. Poorly, uh, poor feature that I'm going to come out of it. Now, who in the NFL is like me and is just about to make the plane to the playoffs? So they are just about to get there. They are going to be a pip squeak. They are going to have to run like they've never run before and they might get to the playoffs. Just about there. What do we reckon? I'll start. I'll start, okay? So. I think that sure, if sure. you look at the AFC, right, you look at the AFC right now and you're probably not going to have to need that many wins to actually get into the the playoffs potentially in the AFC. I don't think it's as, uh, it's as loaded as the NFC is. And I've just got this feeling. I agree. I've got this feeling that it's possible that somebody like the Titans might do it. A perennial... Nine and six wow. team. Ryan Tannehill is actually doing quite well for the. Uh, he had a good the, game Tennessee. Yeah.
1: He's had it. He's had a good couple of
0: games. Derek, uh, Derek Henry, the absolute machine of a running back. You look at that man. He does not look like he should play running back. He is massive. He had another good. He's, he had a good game as well. This is a team that will, that could potentially get that last wild card spot and do the equivalent of running from. Terminal six or whatever it was to Terminal one, like I did, and making sure that they just about get that plane to the playoffs.
1: I, you know what? That's a that's a solid pick. That's a solid pick, and I, that I I I can't argue with that. That's a pretty that's a pretty good one. I think, for me, I think because the AFC is you don't you're not gonna have. I agree with you that you're not gonna have to win a lot of games. Uh, in there, I would argue that the Jets might make that wild card spot. No way. I, I they're, I, I, they're, what are they? Four and seven right now. They. It's a stretch. Let's be honest. It's a stretch, particularly because we buried them in the beginning of <laughs> uh, the season. They. Uh, th- but you know what? I got a good feeling that. They're gonna to put together a few games here in these last what is you got a month or so before the uh, the regular season is done. We're in week twelve right now. I think that uh, you've got you've got enough, and the rest of the the rest of the conference is terrible enough that the Jets can make it in. And I'm I'm sort of blanking on the folks on that team because it's completely unremarkable. Uh, <laughs> they're I, I oh, know there. You've got was Sam, Sam Darn, you've got Le'Veon Bell, and then yeah.
0: you've got a mixture of yep. whoever else.
1: Yeah, and, and exactly my point, which is we know Sam Darnold's challenges in the beginning of the year. He's he's back from having an enlarged spleen, which is great. Uh, Le'Veon Bell has had that sort of uh, an iffy year at best, not rushing uh, terribly great, and then the rest of the guys on the team are who? Who could you name it's a good question. somebody else?
0: Well, I can name you. Uh, uh, I mean, you've got Robbie Anderson in wide receiver. You've, um, sure. But I, I think that the point you're making is that, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, if you look at the defensive side of the ball, you've got Jamal Adams as well, but they're having their issues. That said, you are correct when you're talking about um, them being on a little bit of a, on, a, on a roll as well, you could potentially say. You know, they've actually, they've actually won a few games, which is incredible three games on the trot and can I tell you that the remaining fixtures that they've got I'll take it they've got the Bengals next who have not won a game then they've got the Dolphins then you know they've got the you know quite very well the very good Baltimore Ravens we'll forget that one then they've got the Steelers yes. and then they've got the Bills who are eight and three as well however I, whilst I think that you're being outrageous by saying that they've got a chance the the, uh-huh. the remaining games do Show actually that they could win at the Bengals, they can they can win versus the Dolphins. They'll lose against the Ravens, Steelers. They could I think they could, could win. win
1: that Steelers. I, I think they could win that Steelers matchup. They just benched their quarterback after he had one of the worst weeks in you know in definitely his history, but maybe in the history of quarterbacks. <laughs> but they've got this fancy guy with the name Duck. By the Duck. way, who Duck Hodges? I think sounds like reminds me of Duck Duck Dodgers of yeah. was. Cartoon, you remember that cartoon, Duck Dodgers from the 24th, 34th and a half century? Do you remember that cartoon? Is it just me?
0: I've never heard of that before. That's, that must be your, your Americanisms pointing out again.
1: Yeah, that, that was a deep cut, maybe. But you, <laughs> Yes, I think if they can win that Steelers matchup, I think, I think that there's a route to it, potentially. Uh,
0: potentially. I mean, if, if they make that, if they make that, Carter, if they make that... I will buy you something, and I'm not sure. I was, I was gonna, gonna say go I need something.
1: This. I need something nice. I need, yeah. I need something nice. I will buy you. Uh, you, which know, you know, okay, most I, of my
0: things are nice, Jay. I'm not gonna lie. I know. I know how much you spent on your glasses. Um, you. Uh, I tell you. I tell you what. Uh, I'll do now, Carter. You remember that time that we went out um, for a pub a few weeks ago? Uh, to the pub a few weeks ago. Uh, and we went to this proper English oh, sure. yeah. pub, you know, like standard English pub, nice place. And your your fancy side came out, and you were asking for all of these fancy drinks, and they were like, "No, we don't do that." No, and you were shocked. You were like, "I want a fancy drink. I will buy you a fancy I- drink, Carter. We will go somewhere nice." You
1: know what? You know, I I don't think I was being that fancy. We're at a bar. <laughs> And it was. What do you get at a bar? You get the drinks that you drink. I just happened to drink certain <laughs> drinks, and you know. And what can I say? It's they didn't have it, so I moved on. What did I end up getting? I got a. I can't remember. Anyways, just but yeah, you know what? In the end. I'll
0: ta- a fancy wine. Uh, oh yeah, I got a. I got a
1: nice. I got a nice red wine because you know, peers and me don't necessarily agree. <laughs> but you know what, Jay? I will take you up on that. If my prediction last out and the jets make the wild card you know what you owe me a couple of gin gimlets maybe oh my god maybe uh uh a nice well you know what uh, maybe a nice japanese whiskey maybe that'd be nice well, don't you think yeah 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 a little Habiki situation I, I appreciate just words i'd appreciate that i'd appreciate that
0: i've not heard of these Hey, let me tell you about this, uh, this thing on Monday Night Football. Now, I don't know if you watched it, but it was quite nice for me to be able to watch it at not a, you know, stupid time uh, at night and watch it just, you know, while having some dinner or whatever. Uh, now, the Ravens absolutely destroyed the Rams. It was just ridiculous. 45 to 6.
1: It wasn't a competition. It wasn't a competition. Now, one uh, of the things that... Five, did, five touchdown passes my goodness
0: what a man what a man Lamar Jackson is but what I will tell you is uh, that one of my favorite bits in it was Marcus Peters uh, grabbing a fantastic uh, pick actually thrown um, by Jared Goff of the Rams now Marcus Peters was traded to the Ravens from the Rams now it would appear that Marcus Peters is, is still kind of bitter about that still annoyed so he <laughs> engaged in a bit of an altercation with cornerback Jalen Ramsey, who I don't, I don't even know if they played together because Ramsey, they never played together actually. Ramsey was traded from the Jags to, uh, to the Rams anyway. Um, yeah. Apparently, Marcus Peters yelled, kicking the Rams ass out of the playoffs. Now, somebody there is a little bit angry.
1: Uh, I think he'd be accurate. But I also would say, yeah, he does sound a bit bitter. I I think, however, I think that bitterness only goes so far. Because I'm telling you, Baltimore might make it to the Super Bowl this year. The way they're playing, Lamar Jackson playing out of his mind. Uh, their defense is always good, and I mean they're they're, they're putting together a really solid year. Uh, I, I still think that um, uh, I, 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 the Ravens have a really good shot of making it.
0: I've no doubt about that. Now, because of this, mate, I was kind of thinking about. Do you know what? What he's doing essentially there is he's yelling at his former employers, the people that used to employ him. Now, Carter, I know at the moment that you are that you that you are self-employed. That's fair to say, right? You you can't. You're self-employed.
1: Oh, that's very fair. Yeah, very
0: fair. Now, at some point in your life, you, I'm sure you were not self-employed. Now, you had a. I'm sure you had a. a, a you know. A, uh, some sort of boss in some way or a colleague or whatever that sort of, you know, annoyed you. And maybe you didn't quite get mm. it all off your your mind. And you need this opportunity now on the Rock and Roll American Football podcast to sort of let it go, mate, let it go. And to just give, <laughs> just, just to basically yell or say something about a former employer that still gets your goat. What do you reckon?
1: You know, Jay, I... Uh... I don't have too many former employers, but before I went off on this entrepreneurial journey, but I would say, and I won't say their name, I'll keep it gender neutral, I won't say their name, and I won't say the company for which I worked, for which this person worked, Uh, but they were my boss, and you know what, yes, we had some run-ins, back in the day and I would say to that person hi person uh, this is Carter <laughs> you smelled pretty badly all time. <laughs> and the work we did was needed to be we were close to each other we were close to clients on a regular basis and I tell you what in the way you treated me not so great but even more even worse than that you stinked. You stank. Stinked isn't what you stank. You smell bad. You, you know, the clients told me that. I, I never told you I should have because maybe my life would have been better back then. But you know what? I am. If I could kick you out of the playoffs for smelling the way you did, I would have done it a long time ago.
0: So they just smelled. They smelled really bad.
1: No, no. They were also very mean to me. So I'm a I'm a pretty nice guy. I'm a people person. I'm, I make lots of friends in all the places I go. And this person just didn't think that I was a good enough, uh, I guess, a p- staff member, employee. I could have done better. There was always criticism. Not necessarily constructive either. Just just sort of snarky criticism. She, this person was not very secure in who they were. And apparently, and I mean, maybe I was pretty good So, at what I did. So that's... It's in addition to this, the smelliness, It was, they were also not very nice.
0: Speaking of the smelliness, though... Jay, I've got a question. Go yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, go speaking, ahead. Of, speaking of smelliness, right? I was at a restaurant uh, yesterday and a person that was serving me stank of B.O. What do I do in that situation? Do I say something? Or well, I mean, we didn't because, you know, I'm English. I feel awkward about it. But that's
1: not good. No, no. Jay, you got to leave. You got to leave, man. If if the food was really good, for example, they're serving beignets and they are very, very good, you request a different waiter. It's America. You, you can do those things. Because in America, we also tip people. And if I'm going to tip you, I'm not going to tip you as much if you're making my meal worse off. If you stink, and that is affecting my enjoyment of these beignets that I just flew nine and a half hours to enjoy. Nine and a half hours after running like uh, you know, Jim Brown or, or somebody through through the Atlanta airport. Then I, uh, you know what? I need a new waiter. Tell John to bring Jane in because Jane's gonna make this the rest of this meal go a lot smoother than it has so far. Mayan. Now, now, I've got a I've got a question for you, which is similar similar question to you. You're back in New Orleans. You were there for a year. You had some professors, perhaps, maybe. Sp- some local joints that you used to go to, local pubs, where they didn't serve fancy drinks apparently, because Jay doesn't like those folks anyways. Uh, I don't hold that against you, but apparently you hold it against me, as it is. But uh, <laughs> tell me, was any, any uh, memories where you felt you know what, might need to have a little bit of a, a talk with this person, or if you could go back to that time, put yourself in, those, in that same person's shoes and say hey, what could i have uh, uh, this experience could have gone a little better for me what do you, what do you think
0: well i can sort of oh, i'm i'm going to actually i'm going to actually change that up and talk about what's happening right now in in my life okay not to do with my boss or anything like sure. that but instead about what's going what's happening so i'm staying in this uh, ground floor apartment in new orleans it's nice it's fine you know it's okay um now the the situation is is that this is uh, oh like this was pro- it was a warehouse at some point now upstairs the people that are staying there there is no um you can hear everything i can hear everything that's going on and now that i think they've got kids and it's six thirty every single morning and they are running up and down up and down and i've never heard loud like louder stomps it is unbelievable you cannot sleep you cannot like you wake up immediately they run running and they keep running and they keep running and they keep running now in this situation it's not their fault i know this but i again am now thinking i don't know what to do because i really should go and say something But I don't want any confrontation. So I think that's my answer, really, that when I look back on this, I'm going to say I wish I'd just spoken to them on the first day that I was there rather than getting woken up at 6.30 every single morning.
1: Man, that's tough.
0: I agree with you, but I also in
1: that maybe the first day was the best day to talk to them. But uh, Jay, there's no time like the present. And uh, I'm scared. I think if they're waking you up, I mean, you're having a you're having a good time in New Orleans. Your your nights are long. You're out partying. You're doing things. I I think uh, six thirty is a bit. I mean, I understand the whole kids waking up early a bit, but but uh, six thirty every day, kids running around, that's pretty tough. I uh, might I might knock on the door.
0: It's New knock Orleans. Knock on the door. Let's face it. You're not here to wake up early. You're here to sleep in and go to bed late. You know.
1: Fair. Fair. I think Marcus Peters would knock on the door, wouldn't you?
0: <laughs> Fair point. I'll let you know how I get on. I'll let you know how I get on anyway. Um, now, look, man, um, I'm going to go and head out and have some uh, more beignets. I'm going to go and maybe get a Sazerac or something like that or something very New Orleans. Maybe Ooh. some uh, maybe some breakfast red sure. beans. That sounds a bit weird. I don't fancy that. Um, but I will see you next week, if that sounds good. And then we will go through some more of the weird and wonderful NFL. Yes, I, I
1: look forward to that. I look forward to hearing about the last part of your trip. And I hope that you uh, are able to sleep a little bit further past 6.30 a.m. and uh, You sound like my dad. Uh, you grow very, very formal that. Very formal. I don't know what just happened. But, uh, right, yeah, that was a bit formal of me. You're right. Uh, you know, have a good time. I'll talk to you next week
0: laters <laughs> that was half. Oh, can I take that back I don't want to say laters I'm taking that back <laughs> now I'm in America what I'll is my it, goodbye leave it in what is my goodbye what do you, you know what should I say in
1: uh, in New Orleans you'd probably be like alright shawty I'll, I'll see you later or you could say deuces or you could say just a simple alright man peace I- I'll talk to you later
0: alright peace says? The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Absolute Radio.